it was pretty substantive, actually. I mean, it was almost kind of boring at points where they were talking about trade and they were talking about the economy, where both of them just like blathered nonsense about like economists say his is the worst. No, yours is the, even the worst or worst mm-hmm. than mine. Another guy said it was better, but no, these guys said yours is bad. Numbers. Trump Trump's saying, oh, we're going to get 6%. How are you going to pay for it? Well, we're going to get 6% growth or more. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you even talking about? Although Trump did say at one point, he was like, we need a new deal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Trump's just going full FDR now. He should just get a wheelchair and be like, oh, dude, what if Trump was in a wheelchair? <laughs> He'd be winning this election. Like, and speaking of FDR, that was the last time the Omaha World Herald endorsed a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. are listening to the liquid flannel podcast with your host i'm chuck and i'm brendan the williams brothers and we are coming in tonight at the final stretch of what seems to have been an eternity the home stretch indeed the final rep the final set the final car crash whatever you want to call it it was the the last debate yes madness it definitely was not a solution. It was definitely leaving a lot of questions still, but it was, for better or worse, the end until uh, the election on November 8th. So, But it is sadly not the last that we'll be that hearing. That we will hear from them. Non-stop news, everybody. Yes. Interviews with Ken Bone. You know, who yes. did he think won the third debate? He's now the barometer yes. of America. If there were any doppelgangers of Ken Bone, would they be known as the Bone Clones? Oh. Or would, would his fans be known as the Bone Clones? Ken Bone, if you like that idea, why don't you reach yeah. out to the Liquid Flannel Podcast? I think you and, should uh, start the Ken Bone, Bone Zone, Bone Clone Club. The Bone Clone Club. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Um, but there was a lot of bones. None were thrown to Donald Trump tonight. Really, I guess the general idea, I think, of the debate was Hillary just dominated the whole thing. Yeah, so it was interesting. It was the Fox News-hosted debate. Chris Wallace from Fox News hosted it. And I think he did his best to have a substantive debate. And right. he did far better than in the previous debates of keeping control although he couldn't do it at all i was gonna say and what were your expectations of him honestly for the guy being the one that said it's not my job up there to fact check people i think he got a lot of flack i think that kind of set the bar really low trump was saying like oh the russians you don't know if the russians hacked the emails and he was like all these people say every everybody Mm. who's ever looked at it who's an expert says no this is very clear it was the russians donald trump's like you don't know what you're talking about right chris Wallace was like no, she's right. Like, <laughs> yeah. all those people did say that. Mm-hmm. Generally, we go with the consensus on that one. So maybe Chris Wallace was in on the long con. You know, it's kind of right. like when you're a kid He's and you... He's clearly a Democrat, Fox News. You know, you, you kept know, your room messy. Plant. You know, you keep your room messy all the time. And then when you clean it, and your parents act like it's such a big accomplishment. Maybe that's what Chris Wallace's strategy was. Maybe not. But anyways... Um, you know, the debate just kind of started out. First of all, it was held at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Right, the Vegas debate, a perfect for this heavyweight exactly showdown. You know, oh, this I is mean, the biggest event 
Vegas has seen. And honestly, I'm surprised that Trump wasn't triggered by being in Vegas, considering his horrible track record of losing money with casinos. He probably Um, like played the slots and just lost millions while he was out there. Just he can't (laughs) stop himself. He just loves gambling so much. Can't pay funds. That's why. That's how he lost all that casino money. He just gambled it away. So the first question that Chris Wallace got into was related to the Supreme Court, which is where is the court? Where do you want to see the court going um, under your presidency? You know, Clinton had the standard answers, you know, kind of about Roe v. Wade and things like that. Trump's what I took away from it was, you know, the RBG owed her an apology or him an apology. (laughs) He would protect the Second Amendment. You know, that the Second Amendment is under trauma, which I felt was kind of some bullshit because I feel like under Obama, there's been less trauma in the sense that you can take your gun to more places like more public parks and things like that. Anyways, he had talked about the Second Amendment trauma being pro-life, wanting judges that were pro-life and for the Constitution. It was, like I said, it was very substantive from the get-go, which was kind of a shock. And Donald Trump was able to, you know, make a case that sounded, he wasn't screaming it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. He wasn't interrupting. Not yet. But yeah, and Hillary kind of had said the same standard stuff too. Like, she's like, I want a Supreme Court that, you know, stands up for families and for people. You know, I want to fight for the little guy. I want to fight for women's rights, minority rights. She didn't mention Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. She said... Not by name. You know, she kind of alluded to, like, and I think, you know, the Senate should do their job and appoint whoever. Or deny them, but at least give them... Right, at least give them a hearing. At least. That's literally the least you can do. You don't even have to take action. Just at least give the hearings on it. Right. They won't even do that. And so she didn't call that out specifically, you know, in saying, like, Merrick Garland's a great nominee. Republicans in the past have said, I would totally confirm it if Obama picked Merrick Garland, but he'd never Mm -hmm. do that because Obama's so radical. For sure. And it's like, oh, he's depicted? No, I still am not going to do anything. So John McCain comes out right before the debate and says, yeah, it doesn't matter if Hillary wins because we're just going to obstruct them, too. Yes. She's not going to get to appoint anybody to the Supreme Court. We're just going to stop that from happening. We we got ways of shutting that whole thing down. The- and, you know, that that's part of the reason it's really infuriating. And it's no secret. This is exactly what they're going to do. And we have four to eight more years of looking forward to that. And that's at the best case scenario right now for us. Right, and you want to think, well, they'll never be able to get away with that. They can't just say, like, no, we're not going to appoint Hillary's nominees. Well, what they're doing right now with Obama, it's literally the exact same position. They don't have to shift their position at all. No one seems to care about that position. Hillary, like I said, she kind of passing mentioned it, but mm-hmm. that's like, what a huge issue right now. They're saying, well, who would you appoint to the Supreme Court? What does it even matter when they won't let anybody on? Right. <laughs> you know, who I would appoint. Exactly. You know, why isn't that the focus of the conversation? Yeah, Instead absolutely. of some, you know, hypothetical, you know, wishy-washy, oh, I'd vote people who are reasonable. You know, know, no one's going to say, like, I'd vote an insane person onto the court, even though that's what Donald Trump wants to do. He's not going to say that. You know, in soccer, if your team gets enough red cards, you know, eventually the game gets forfeited. And if it gets to the point where enough Supreme Court justices quit and or die, you almost wonder what would happen. I mean, would there be a time where they're like three missing and stuff? Right. I mean, you could imagine a scenario where if Hillary wins and Republicans say like, oh, I'm going to continue to obstruct your choices, that people in the Supreme Court be like, I'm retiring. Right. You know, I'm retiring. Oh, you got four people on the court now. What are you going to do? You know, That's when they talk about, like, it could be a constitutional crisis. Like, that literally could happen. Because, you know, then what are you doing? The Supreme Court can't even operate. And Republicans are going to say, like, nope, we don't want you to get, you will have too much power. It's like, well, maybe you should have won the election. You know, that's how you do it. You Mm -hmm. don't nominate Donald Trump. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, moving along, Chris Wallace moved into uh, Second Amendment being the next issue. Clinton's answer was about, you know, background checks. Um, she is for closing the gun show loopholes. Basically, I mean, it's she's not wanting to take people's guns. She's just wanting to make sure that it is harder to get a gun if you should not have a gun. And Trump immediately goes into Chicago being an example of something. I don't know. I mean, I guess gun violence and how, you know, it's controlled by Democrats or whatever. I don't right, know. But, he did, but Hillary doesn't say what she should say, which is, yes, yeah, Chicago has tough gun laws that we you know we're trying to solve the problem but all you have to do is drive 10 minutes to indiana where there's extremely lax gun laws you know which your running mate enacted and supports Mm -hmm. um that allow toddlers to get guns and you know shoot their family members and you know crazy stuff like that so that was what hillary was trying to talk about but of course it's so much easier for Donald Trump to just scream like Hillary wants to take all your guns away. Right. You know, it doesn't matter what Hillary says. You right. Know, once he says that, it's like the well is poison. She could say anything. You right. know, I want everyone to have 20 guns. And then it's like, well, you know, I don't know. Trump said that thing. Right. I can't trust what she says now. Mm-hmm. It's discriminatory against the people that have 25 guns. Right. What about that freedom? Right. Well, and if but we at the same live. time. You know, Hillary says, well, I think if you're on a no-fly list or on a terrorist watch list, you shouldn't buy guns. Right. Which is like, that sounds like, oh, yeah, that's reasonable. In an ideal world. Right. But when you look into it, there's no clear process of how you get on the list. People are on the list. They're like, why am I on the list? They're like, we can't tell you that's classified. You know, you don't even know what you did. Maybe someone stole your identity. You know, you have no idea. Hillary says, well, we should just use that to determine who can buy a gun or not. I'm not a gun rights nut, but like that's a crazy suggestion to say, well, we'll just use that obfuscated, obscure process that mm-hmm. no one can have any transparency into right. to determine who can buy guns. You know, that's not a great argument for her. She shouldn't be bringing that up. Right, right. Well, and, you know, you could just take some of the elements from the no-fly list and just say these are the kind of things. There could be some right. overlap. But, she could yeah. come out and say, if you have domestic violence charges you shouldn't be able to get a gun you know absolutely right you know that's not what she said she said invokes this you know obscure thing that you know it's not a clearly stated strong position and all trump Mm -hmm. has to do is just scream hillary hates guns Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm done no further comment right moving along they went into abortion next right they were just like keeping it you know real positive this debate yeah it was really just a fun time you know i just felt like man there's hope for america you know uplifting you know, um, I no, let's said, talk about murder. Right. I had even said previously, all these debates are all about scandals and scandals, and they're not substantive. But in this debate, it was a lot more substantive, but it was also a lot less engaging to watch. Because <sighs> a lot of the substance, if you follow politics, is just people saying the same stuff that they've been saying for decades. Right? So it's, it's on one hand, you're trying to dig into the substance of the, where they stand on the issues. But on the other hand, it's like, well, you can just Google that. You right. Know, they've been talking about it forever. And with Trump, he's on both sides of every issue. Yeah, well, and that was that's a new thing because you never know what he's going to say. And right. tonight, at one point, Chris Wallace was like, "Trump, you're pro-life." He told Trump what his position was mm-hmm. when the question should have been like, "What even is your position?" Because you can't get it straight. Right. Well, his position is that they rip the baby out the oh, womb it was... on the final day. Yeah, that's right. It's the final countdown. Yeah. You know, it, she, I don't know. Yeah, you go into the hospital and you're like, hi, I'm having birth right now. 
how about some abortions? And the hospital's like, oh, right away, absolutely. Yeah, you know, they're right not questioning up. that yeah. at all, right? In, mm-hmm. in Trump's weird vision of Nightmare America that he read about on some, Ripping. you know, right-wing, you know, <laughs> horror show blog. To Yeah, it's just disgusting. And I think Hillary did a great job of defending this. I think more and more, you know, as people think about this issue, I think Hillary and Tim Kaine did a good job when this came up in the Mike Pence debate as well. Mm-hmm. To just say, look, this is a medical decision between a woman and her doctor. Mm-hmm. The government isn't going to force people to go through that that they don't want to do it. You know, what is what is even, you know, your solution to that? Trump doesn't have to answer like, oh, yeah, no, I'd force everyone to carry their pregnancy to term. And then what happens with the baby? And then she's like, no, thanks. You know what? Yeah. You know, there's no answer for that. Right. I like how clinton goes that is not what happened <laughs> right yeah trump was just going on like oh yeah two three days before you're giving birth and she's like that's just not reality here that's nonsense you know totally not having any nuance or it really shows he hasn't really even thought about this issue right he's just parroting these ridiculous talking points that even a lot of republicans i think are like hey man you know that's completely nonsense let's argue this in a in a clear-headed way not just go to the hysterics immediately right but you know with trump he can't avoid doing that that's he always has to go to the hysterics the hyperbole his brand that's that's what it is it's the bravado so you know there's plenty of room for bravado in the next question which was about immigration and you know it kind of slid into wikileaks a little bit i think this is kind of where trump starts to go off the rail but they say, yeah, immigration, you know, you have very different positions on this, you know, you have different positions on a lot of things, but especially on this one, immigration. And Trump tries to say, well, Hillary loves the wall. Hillary wanted the wall. She voted for the wall, mm-hmm. which is like not even remotely the case. Hillary wants to give everyone amnesty, but my wall is going to make America strong mm-hmm. and prevent Mexican heroin and bad hombres. Right. Bad hombres here. Bad hombres. <laughs> And brought... Which I think is a new Taco Bell menu item. You get a couple bad hombres. A <laughs> couple bad hombres and those cinnamon, cinnamon twists. Oh, you know, mm. those are the bomb. You know, and of course, Trump being super classy brings some victim, some family members of the victims of crime, violent crime, that was done at the hands of undocumented workers. Right. As if that's going to rattle someone that's been prepared right. for this moment all her life you know, in this instance, but, you know... um Right, so Trump somehow thinks, I have the victims of these families here. He brought some Benghazi mom that spoke at the convention. Mm-hmm. Did he even talk about Benghazi? He didn't say Benghazi once. Nope. He brought Obama's half-brother. Malik. Malik Obama, who has beef with Obama because his half-brother tried to start a charity... That was like the Barack H. Obama Foundation, because mm-hmm. that's his dad's name. Oh, yeah. And Obama was like, no thanks, no involvement, please. He's like, I'm just supporting Trump now. Trump yep. time. Trump probably like paid him on the side. It turns out on the last debate when he brought all those Bill Clinton sexual accusers, he was like giving them thousands of dollars to Really? Him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Just to be like, hey, will you come and do this thing? Like, I'll give you like 3,000 bucks. And they're like, okay, sure, whatever. Dude, hey, man. I'll, I'll do whatever for 3,000 bucks. Be on CNN. That's cool. Seriously. <laughs> Man, yeah, so that was kind of weird. Um, Clinton told a story about a girl named Carla and how she was worried her parents would be deported. You know, she is for putting resources where they're needed rather than building a wall. 
slammed Trump's trip to Mexico. Yeah. Basically, for call it about, for not even bringing up the wall in the speech that he made. He just well, made a speech while he was there. Yeah, he met in private with the president, and then they gave like a joint press conference together. Mm-hmm. And then at no point did anyone talk about the wall until right. they got back home. And they were like, what's up with the wall? And Trump was like, oh, we didn't talk about that. Yep. And so Hillary goes... Donald choked on the wall yep. when he's talking to Mexico. I thought that was a pretty hilarious line. Oh, yeah. And uh, Hillary also, I think, did a really great job of painting Donald Trump's policy of deportation forces mm-hmm. in the starkest of terms, really saying, like, look, Trump's sure. jackbrooded thugs are going to be ripping families apart in the streets. Yes. Uh, and Donald Trump's like, yeah, absolutely. And that is completely my position. Right. <laughs> and that they're going to need, like, truckloads and trades and stuff and you just kind of start right. picturing right and his argument is well obama de- does a de- bunch of deportations too he's deporting a ton of people no one ever talks about how many people obama's deporting right now so then he's like almost arguing both sides of the same thing there because it's like <laughs> right you can't be you know soft on immigration carrying on obama basically obama's administration's you know policies right and then it turns out that they're deporting way more people than George Bush did. I mean, that's right. ridiculous. Well, and it's just funny because it's like, I'm really going to crack down on immigration. but And just like Obama is right now, right. I'm just doing it just like Obama does, but more. Right. right. And that's Trump's for everything. Mm. I would just do it, but more. Right? right. What's your plan for ISIS? I would just do whatever Obama's doing right now, mm. but like better. You know, yeah. I would just be so much better at exactly. it. Exactly. Because then I'd be like, radical Islam, oh, I hate it so much while we're bombing them. That would just be, it would make everyone feel so much better. If you did that, regardless of the international outcries that you would get from Trump spewing hatred right. in the news, his campaign manager went on TV recently and accidentally said, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, that's good. <laughs> Donald yeah. Trump has a five point plan to defeat Islam. That a was five what point plan. his campaign manager says to defeat Islam, right? Not saying like Islamic to terrorism. Islam, just said just... Islam straight up. But you know, she's like, "There's crosstalk." I was gonna say, you know, not right. Islam, but it's like that's a great look. You know, right. what I mean, that really helps our our allies overseas. Freudian slip, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, absolutely. Wink, wink to my supporters. Hey, it's I... called the dog whistle, guys. Look it up. Trump is the master of failing at it. Yeah, because he goes too far. You know, and Hillary Clinton dropped a lot of bows in this entire in this entire debate. But here was a good one when she said, you know, she wanted to bring, you know, the immigrants out of the shadows so people like businesses like Trump's business right. can't exploit them. That was a great point, And that was some great framing right. on their behalf. And I you think know? at that point, Donald Trump, he had already kind of started to get a little heated in the immigration when she was saying he choked on the wall. Mm-hmm. She was just masterful at, you know, Trump. Like I said, Trump came out being real calm, saying, right. like, I'm finally going to do what everyone says I should yeah. do. I'm just going to keep calm, keep be presidential. Mm-hmm. You know, be statesmanlike. He just can't keep it up for more than 20 minutes. No. And he just starts going downhill. So he just goes off the rails after she starts, you know, hitting him on this stuff. He They bring up WikiLeaks because Hillary said she wanted open borders. Right. And, you know, Hillary's like, yeah, I want to open borders so we can sell energy to Mexico for for profit. You Which, know? hell yeah. I mean, that's a great idea. You right. Know? But uh. that doesn't matter to Trump. The excuse, you know, the reasoning behind that statement, he just goes off the rails. You know, Hillary's crying for open borders. She wants to let in ISIS. Right. He voluntarily brings up nuclear weapons. Right. You know, why nuclear would you talk about that at all? Totally going off the rails. Yeah. He tried to bring up WikiLeaks. He didn't even successfully bring up WikiLeaks. Hillary Clinton had preemptively said, you know, hey, you're working with the Russians. 
and then Trump just starts talking about nukes out of nowhere. Right. You know, ISIS and nukes because we're not building a wall in Mexico. It's like, that's a little bit of a leap. Right. Uh, And why would you, of all people, bring up the threat of nuclear war? That's not a winning issue for you, Trump. Like, what are you thinking? No. And so, thankfully, the moderator turns it around, is like, no, it is Russia. Russia is hacking the emails. Do condemn them. Yeah. Right. And then, which Trump refuses to do. He's like, hey, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if we were more better friends with Russia. Is legit his line, you mm-hmm. know? Of course I condemn. Of course I condemn. Of course, of course. Right. But and then turning around saying like, but I would just do whatever they wanted. Really, we're yeah. bros. Hillary was like, you can encourage as or you encourage espionage. Was basically, I mean, she she said. You know, you'd rather believe Putin than U.S. security officials. So Right. And then Trump flat out says, yeah, Hil- Putin is better and smarter than you, Hillary. Right. So, of course, I'm going to trust him over you. Right. <laughs> you know, that's essentially his response, which is like, I don't think anybody in America, no matter Republican or Democrat side you're on, that you're like, that's what I want the nominee running for president to say. Like, yeah, I trust Putin more than our own military intelligence. Mm-hmm. And that's legit what Trump said in this debate it's just mind-blowing i mean talk about disqualifying but it's all it's also ridiculous that it's come so far in this debate and it hasn't really they haven't been able to pin him down (laughs) to say anything like that and now it's just like it seems like he's just openly saying like yeah i'm pro-putin it's nuts yeah and you know in another quote that she brings up you know to quote trump if if we have nukes why can't we use them which is terrifying she said and he's like i didn't say that nope I didn't say that. And yeah, right. he totally did. Right. Was, all Hillary has yeah. to do is say, like, you know, he's like, I can't believe you're attacking me on this. And she's like, mm-hmm. all, all I'm doing is quoting you. I'm just right. saying the things that you've said. I didn't say it. I didn't say it when there's just video of him saying it. Like, he just doesn't even care. Yeah. Does he not know there's video? He has to know. Right. Did he forget? I don't even, I can't even fathom what his thought process is when he just flat out says this. It, it's this, this whole thing is an exercise in futility because who doesn't have their mind made up at this point? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was hoping for a miracle or something. I guess I, I guess it's made up. I guess I know what I've got to do. Sorry, America. You know. So then, uh, they move on to the economy. Clinton talks about jobs, increasing jobs, infrastructure, clean energy, small businesses, helping those out, kind of treating the minimum wage. Um, equal pay for equal work, right. education, and technical college. Trump was basically like, her plan will double your taxes. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and it's just so funny because for every question, Hillary is able to just go for like two straight minutes. Like, I would do yeah. this. I would do this. I would do this. I would do this. Trump, how would you like to respond? And he's like, we, NAFTA's bad. Yep. I would, we need to trade better. I would trade better. And then he just blathers on for two minutes. And has no other contributing things to add. His mm-hmm. answers are all so simplistic. They don't ever really dig into the heart of the issue, of the steps that you would take to do anything other than saying, oh, I'd do it better. Mm-hmm. I'd fix it. Only I can fix it. And this was a really low point in the debate because that just happened over and over again. You know, Hillary was just throwing out so many things. Mm-hmm. And Trump was just, I, I felt like he was struggling to make time you right. know, he never wanted to give up any time he had to talk so he would just talk about whatever so he'd start just accusing nonsense. just right. dropping accusations and that nafta one and you know 
So Hillary Clinton's response to that is, well, you know, you send jobs all over the place, too, and you live in a place with Chinese steel. Right. She know? actually had, yeah, she had a good zinger in there where they were talking about trade and, and jobs, and Trump was going on saying, like, I'm going to bring jobs and infrastructure spending, you know? And she's like, yeah, with all the Chinese steel you import. And people right. were like, oh, yep, stop. Yeah, dude, you out of I think that was the one time where Mike Wallace didn't, you know, say, hey, you're not contributing anything here for outbursts and <laughs> right. stuff. He's like, you guys, you, know, you cannot yell, oh, snap, when Hillary lands a sick burn. Uh, we discussed this. This time he's like, audience. Let, let them have that one. Let them have that. <laughs> I'm going to let that one slide because it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But then, of course, they woke they woke the debate back up because after that whole boring economy section, time to turn it up with all the Donald Trump sexual assault claims. Oh, to which Donald responds, "You know, Hillary's the one who's this is a conspiracy against me. Hillary's the one that's violent and mean to women. When her husband's accused her, she was way meaner to them than I never been mean to them." patently false right. Hillary's reading direct quotes of you said this woman of course you wouldn't have sexually assaulted her because just look at her you know not my first choice right you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, you know just blatant oh I never said that lies I never said that you know completely ridiculous videos of him saying it all over the internet right and you know and he goes I didn't apologize to my wife because it wasn't true. Right, because <laughs> I know. didn't do anything wrong. When even I think Melania just gave that interview where she said, like, obviously he's so sorry. Right. That he said, you know, that he said those things, you know. Yeah. He clearly does it. That's not the man that I know. And he's like, I didn't even say I'm sorry because that's just how I do. Right. You know? That's how I roll. Everybody knows me, knows that's how I talk all the time. You know, I didn't do That's just my normal style of being. I almost feel like with Trump, you know, in order to be in his world, you have to have like a certain lens on that way you can really just see the person you want to see rather than the persons that's right there in front of you. It was pretty bad there right. with that. So, um, but then, so yeah. And so, but Hillary just has to double down and say like, we all heard what Trump said. It's disgusting. You know? Right. It's disqualifying. It's horrifying. And then Trump is just like, nobody respects women more than me. Except for almost everybody. Except nobody does it better exactly. than Exactly. And, I mean... It's blatantly false. And, I, you know, it one, it's blatantly false. And, two, it really just right. kind of allowed Hillary to really just skirt anything to do with right. Bill Clinton. Which, honestly, I mean, I'm fine with her being right. able to do that. Because it's like Bill Clinton is not running for president. is not really a reflection on her. I mean, they're trying to make it about her and how she responded but um but i'm sure she wasn't going on you know holding rallies saying like those ladies is ugly right no way my husband assaulted them because look, he like look at him look at him and look at me yeah okay <laughs> he he doesn't even need to assault right. them she met with beyonce this is like pre you know beyonce she was just meeting with back in the 90s you know <laughs> planning the strategy from the beginning you yeah know? uh so you know, it's just ridiculous because Trump, yeah, nobody respects women more, which is hilarious because nobody respects women more. How about other women? You respect right. women more than other women do, Trump? That's a <laughs> ludicrous statement. Right. You know, he's not even considering their opinion, right? Right. Nobody respects women more among people that I care about. Yeah. All men. Let me right? explain to you, <laughs> you know. And then he's like, besides, most of these allegations are debunked. Or, you know, and then just goes into right. the emails and right. stuff. Right, well, and then he goes, I'd like to talk about something a little different. Yeah. Legit says that. Yeah. What about all the emails Hillary deleted? And what about ISIS? Right. He immediately says, yeah. Don Trump, what about all those times you sexually assaulted people? Well, I we need to defeat ISIS. And Clinton. Like, what? That's not, 
Yeah, and Clinton immediately goes, every time he's pushed on something, you know, he changes the subject like that. You know, this is a pattern. This is definitely a pattern. So, I don't know. She was just kind of ready to call it like it is, and he just made it so easy for her. Just made it so easy. It was it was frustrating. Right. I mean, he did himself no favors. And right. he, you know, he's so far behind. It, it would have to be... it. It's impossible for him to have won this debate, but even if he won this debate, hands down, if Hillary was just destroyed, humbled, you know, embarrassed right. by how poorly she did this debate, I don't even know if he'd have a chance of winning still. I mean, it's so close to the election now, right. and he's so far behind in the polls because of all this negative news. About yeah, him that, the damage has been done. That he's just making it worse for himself every day. And yeah. I just can't wait to see tomorrow what his takeaway from the debate is. You know, mm -hmm. what kind of outrageous thing is he going to say? Hillary said I choked in Mexico. She doesn't know what she's talking about, you know. Yeah. I'm going to crush Mexico with my fist. Yeah. I, You know, it'll be something insane like that because he just can't help it. Yeah, he's like, I'm not telegraphing my moves to Mexico, you know. <laughs> right. Oh, he's so obsessed with, we need to do the sneak attack in Mosul. Element of surprise. Right. We need to just sneak attack a battleship up there. And a bunch of bombers where it's like, yeah, dude, you, people can see that. You know what I mean? Like, you're not sneak attacking anybody. And then people are like, hey, you didn't allow civilians to escape. Congratulations, you've committed war crimes. Trump's like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We need to start committing war crimes <laughs> to win. That's how we destroy by becoming worse than yeah. our enemy and just yep. committing atrocities. Yeah. We need to kill the terrorists' families. Don't warn civilians when you're going to blow up their city. Just start bombing it. They'll figure it out. You know, that sounds like those dudes from Kansas or whatever. <laughs> you right. Know, like, oh. kill one-year-olds and stuff. I don't care. I had forgotten that even happened because it was like two days ago, and the news <laughs> right. is just so fast and furious. Right. So, give, give us some more. Well, I mean, basically, it was three guys in Garden City, Kansas or some, liberal, somewhere. Liberal Kansas. Have yeah. you been to Liberal Kansas? I have we, not been there. We have some people, some friend, family friends from <laughs> yes. this area yes. that I think can confirm it's not the greatest town. Yeah, it's nothing like its name. Liberal know. Kansas, not, yeah, not an appropriate name. Yeah, you know, most places in, in Kansas, I don't know. But liberal, I mean, that's like southwestern Kansas, so that's past Wichita, which is the largest city in Kansas. It's like practically Kansas, Oklahoma. You know, like all the places in Manhattan, places that <laughs> right. you would really go right. to. Right, Manhattan, the Manhattan <laughs> that comes to mind. Manhattan, right. Kansas. You know, absolutely. The Manhattan of the Plains. Mm -hmm. Prominent you know. cities like that. This pales in comparison. But so these three guys, they were part of a group called the Crusaders, and they basically had devised a plot where they were going to blow up a Muslim religious center or mosque, and they were also going to blow up like an apartment complex or do a shooting. But I think at the apartment complex or housing complex, they were going to put like four trucks there with explosives, and so they were acquiring the stuff. And the FBI had been monitoring them for a while, and then came in, and you know, right now they're being tried on domestic terrorism charges or right. arraigned on and they're, domestic terrorism. And then they said the police, like, why did you do it? And they're like, we need to wake people up right. about all these Nigerian Muslims, you know, trying to take over our country. <laughs> they're Somalis. Wake people up and have them fight back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somalis are trying to take over this country. No. You know, we need to wake this country up. They were uh, recorded, say, you know, in chats, like, we need to take them all out. If you shoot these cockroaches in the head oh. you need to make sure you dip your bow right. or your arrow in pig's blood and everything yeah. or 
Yeah. Strangely, you know, Trump wasn't asked about that in the debate. Like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, what your rhetoric is directly inspiring people to do. You know, you think those people are Hillary voters? You know, what are you going to say to this one, Trump? You know, it's ridiculous. He would probably say ISIS is causing this. Of course. Yeah, of course they are. This kind of hatred is being caused by ISIS. But at the same time, you know, it's just ridiculous that his position is, well, yeah, people need to keep an eye on these Muslims and make sure they're, you know, reporting things or whatever, right? right. Um, keep an eye on the polls, too, polling places. Right, yeah. All his, the election is rigged rhetoric. That came up in the debate. Is is the election rigged? You know, I'm going to look into it. Oh, I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach on if the election rigged On whether rigged or he not. would concede that the results were valid. Right. Oh, man, yeah. And I'm, Hillary had some great lines saying, this is the way Donald Trump sees the world. He thinks everything is rigged against him. When his businesses collapse, it's not his fault. The system was rigged against him. Mm -hmm. The banks were rigged against him. The laws are rigged against him. He says, only I can fix it. If he doesn't win an Emmy, he says, the Emmys are rigged. To which Trump responds, I should have won it. Right. Like, what are you saying? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I admit it. Yes, no, even the Emmys are rigged. Everything's rigged. It's the rigged system. Everybody's out to get Trump. He doesn't even deny it like he does with other things. He doesn't even just flat out just deny it. I never said that. I wish Kanye was there to, you know, rush, rush to his defense like Beyonce. I'm going to let you finish, Taylor Swift, but everybody knows Trump is the best on this. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So, no, they did talk about, they did ask Hillary Clinton, you had promised as senator to avoid a conflict of interest, but can you really say you upheld that promise to Senate committee? Oh, with the foundation, yeah. Right, you know, and she said that there's no evidence for pay-for-play, and then Trump started blurting out countries, like shout-outs. It was like Saudi Arabia, (laughs) Qatar, Haiti, my people in Haiti, where you at, Wyclef Jean, you know? (laughs) Wasn't he running for president down there for a little while? Um, Oh, man. I've totally forgot that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, dude. We should get Wyclef on Skype and see what his thoughts are. (laughs) And how Haiti he's is brought pr- he's up. probably doing like fundraisers for them because of the hurricane or whatever right oh, now. Yeah. I mean, Seriously. that's Wyclef style right there. Yep, yep. Just like Trump, you know, and Trump really going out there defending the charities saying, look, we did a lot of great stuff. And Chris Wallace is like, didn't you get fined for like doing illegal stuff and then like illegally use charity money for, to pay for it? To pay for like, your lawsuits. To pay, yeah, to give to veterans. Yeah, he said for the flag. to build homes for veterans. And right. Hillary Clinton's like, and, of course, you could say whatever you want because you haven't released your taxes and we right. can't check any of the shit, you know? I mean... To which he was like, yeah, no, that's totally true. Right. Good one. Yeah. I have no response to that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. He just lets... He just shakes it off and Oops. he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next. I mean... Just roll right off. He probably gosh. wasn't even... He's not even listening when she talks, really. Questions that could have literally been questions that if you just let Hillary Clinton talk, she may not have done herself service and, you know, but he always, he just can't resist the chance to interject himself. And yeah, I don't know. Right. And so they, yeah, they said the final section was like, what about your fitness to be president, your fitness to be president? And they allowed him to have like a one minute closing statement. Hillary threw out, I was fighting bin Laden while you were on Celebrity Apprentice. Right. Which I thought was pretty funny. Oh, snap. <laughs> but then her closing statement was exactly like I was saying last week immediately pivots to Republicans. She's like, I want Republican support in this election. I want I want support for everybody. I'm the candidate that can bring people together. It was a really uplifting 
closing message, which I think is just it it is almost out of place in this campaign because yes. this campaign has been so negative. But mm-hmm. I thought that was a really strong way to close to just say like, look, I know you've heard a lot of stuff. But it was almost like her acceptance speech, you know what I mean? Where she's like, thanks for letting me win the presidency, Donald Trump. Right. Let's all come together now. She's already starting to come together post-election process in her closing statement at the final debate, which is just masterful. And of course, Trump, he can't do the same thing. There's no way, there's no universe in him where he can have a positive, uplifting closing statement. No. Immediately goes for the attacks. Yeah. It was Make America great again. We need to help veterans, not illegals, was one of his closing mm-hmm. lines. Where it's like, that's the message you're going out on? Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and he brought up law and order yeah. and justice. We do more for illegals than we do, you know, for benefits right. for Right, and he veterans. also said in his in his closing statement, I will do more for black people than Hillary Clinton could do in 10 lifetimes. In 10 lifetimes. <laughs> like, man. That's your closing statement? You know, right. after immediately saying, if you walk outside, you get shot in the inner cities. You know, I'll make black people the best. I'm just going to raise them up. Right. I love black people so much. Please vote for me. Yeah. Yeah, it did not work at all. No, no, it didn't. It's just kind of a bummer. I I feel like everybody's already set in the obstruction ways and mindset for what is going to happen. I just don't feel like you're going to be able to come together and bring people together like you say. I don't know. I'm just feeling right. weird. I mean, about Do- it. Donald Trump didn't even try to have a message like that about coming together, right? He's he's on full on the this is rigged. Only I can save it. If America rejects me, then I reject America. Right. You know, <laughs> this whole scorched earth thing. But as poor as Trump did, it, he he didn't have a total meltdown. I, again, I, I think Hillary did a really great job, kind of closing it out strong. Mm-hmm. And Trump did not have a particularly strong performance but he did kind of better than i would have expected i expected him to be much more interrupting throughout you know he really only kind of did it in the middle and at the beginning and the end he kind of backed off on that yeah um but i expected him to just be i mean there's no he he knows he's not going to win even though he came out in this debate in the beginning and said and i don't think she's going to win i think yeah. we got this or whatever it's mm-hmm. like do you can you how can you believe it? you have to just be in complete denial of reality right to even think that right instead of just having your message be like i need your help america mm-hmm. right that's what he should be saying right you know i need america to come out and help me help you help me help you right and he couldn't do it well i mean in that veterans town hall or something back in the day he had said the phrase shouldn't be i'm with her it should be i'm with you one of those kind of things like if he could have gotten to that appeal to the populace appeal to the people Aside from the people that you've had since day one, maybe that would have been been good. But yeah, he just can't do that. And it's really just about attacking Obama, attacking Bill Clinton, attacking Hillary Clinton, attacking anybody. And that's why <laughs> the Omaha World Herald endorsed Hillary Clinton. Right. I mean, so many papers have papers that have never endorsed a right. Democratic candidate or never not endorsed a Republican right. can, you know, candidate. Including the Omaha World Herald, which what hadn't done it since FDR. Yeah, since 1932, <laughs> they have not endorsed a Democrat, and that was FDR. Obama did not get endorsed. It was McCain and right. Romney every single time. So you have to you have to wonder how effed up it is that the World Herald's going to come out and say enough. But no surprise. I mean, Trump was bashing the head of the World Herald, I guess, or the head of the conglomerate that owns the World Herald. 
Warren Buffett. He's like, hey. <laughs> right. You know. He's like, of course, the World Herald endorsed because they're in the tank for Buffett. Right. And you Buffett, know. you know, it's like he, he does the same thing I do about taxes. Right. And, I mean, it's clear that he doesn't because he just released his taxes. <laughs> right. You know? He tried to bring Warren Buffett into it there. Yeah. Oh, Warren Buffett pays his taxes the same way I do. And he's like, no, I've paid federal income tax every year. Since, like, the 30s when I made, like, $700 <laughs> like, my lemonade stand. That's the kind of guy Warren Buffett is, right? Right. It's but, just completely ridiculous that you would try to compare. But this was the comment in the World Herald, though, that just kind of made my mind melt, though. <laughs> it was, you know, the, the closing statement goes, This year's presidential election has been the country's most polarizing race in decades. If Secretary Clinton is elected, Americans will need her to be a uniting president, working from the center, and not advancing an agenda that will further alienate moderates and conservatives. What the hell do you think Obama's been trying to do <laughs> right, absolutely. since day one? Right. Which He's is like, been from the center and gone to the right of right. the center. Right, exactly. And so it, it really And you just, won't even endorse him. Yeah, it makes it makes a, you know, hey, if Hillary wins, all she has to do is everything that we want as Republicans, and then she'll be the best president ever. And we'll still deny everything <laughs> right just like john mccain came out saying this week you know right it is so... exactly right and then even if she support appoints the person who we said they should appoint to the supreme court will still say no just like with obama you know it's absolutely outrageous to the point where you can only hope like well i guess now the plan is just to have to win democratic control of the senate and of the house right or else literally nothing can even happen right because republicans are just going to do like they do with obama if you do anything we don't like, we'll just shut down the government. Then it's, nobody does anything. And how likely do you think it is, hey, you're the 538 guy, you know, the 538 junkie. How likely do you think that it is that the Democrats will take back both or at least one of the houses? It's looking like in the, in the Senate, they have a pretty good chance of taking control in the Senate. Okay. In the House, it would take a landslide victory for Hillary Clinton driving tons of democrats to the polls who are also voting in like all the down ballot congressional races democrat as well okay which seems unlikely okay but there's just republicans have such an advantage in the house of seats already a lot of it through redistricting you know to mm. favor republican districts mm -hmm. but you know that kind of came back to bite them because they made the republican districts so safe that a democrat couldn't have a chance of running and so far, even farther right Republicans start running against the moderate Republican right. and then lose, you know, because they made the district so much more Republican. You know, they could just nominate anyone and win easily. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have to run a good campaign. So it's going to be really tough to retake the House. Okay. So let's say that it's, you know, let's say for some reason the Democrats luck out and get the Senate. Let's not say luck out. <laughs> let's say they are able to acquire the Senate. Then it just goes right back to where it was halfway right. in the middle of Obama's time where, you know, there wasn't that majority in both. Right. And so, even if the Democrats were somehow to win back the House and hold it by a couple seats. The House or the Senate? The, the House. Okay. Uh, the Republicans would are clearly going to make huge gains in the next midterms because they're yeah. going to just be running against Hillary. Yep. Right? And Democrats are going to be like, I don't like Hillary either, so right. I'm not even going to care to vote. Yep. Uh, and all the Republicans are going to be like, we hate Hillary so much, we have to elect every Republican mm -hmm. we can to obstruct anything that Hillary tries to do, even if it's things that we should support <laughs> right. that are you know universally loved. Like right. certain forms of gun control that like 90% of America says like, mm -hmm. hey, if you have, uh, if you're mentally ill 
and you have all these prior domestic violence convictions, maybe you shouldn't get a gun. Right. You know, Republicans are going to say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an indefensible position. Right. But then she was saying, you know, well, I'll I'll bring in background checks so that people, you know, this ISIS problem that you think that we have domestically right. um, doesn't happen. That Orlando doesn't happen. Wouldn't you like that? Those kind of regulations? <laughs> and it really was kind of something that Trump really couldn't argue against. So, I don't know. It still seems like... It's a little frustrating, but I guess that's what we get. That was the best that we get, and what else can we say about it? <laughs> well, thankfully, it was the last one. Yes. Now, yes. all we have to do is just wait three weeks while Trump rants on the news. I can't wait to hear what he says as we get closer to this election, and it's clear he's going to lose. You know, what? Where for? Where, how much further can he go? I don't even think I'm going to wait for a couple more weeks. I think I'm just going to go vote. I yeah, you got... can go vote early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get a vote by mail. I think there's plenty of time to still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually cool, too, if you do the vote by mail thing, because they mail you the ballot, and then you can see all the names. Because, like, you don't want the first time you, where you walk in, you're like, I'm ready to vote, to be, like, that be the first no time idea. you've seen any of these people's names. It'd that's be like, oh, point. gosh, city council, school board, right. Omaha mud board, OPD yep. board, you know, all this stuff. You're like, I have no idea who any of these people are. You just end up leaving them blank or being like, oh, that guy's name's kind of funny. You yeah. Vote for him. If you I vote by mail, you can just has look it over. daughters that were in the YMCA with my kids. Right. You know? I mean, there's people like you can go and just be like, oh, you're running for Omaha school board or whatever. Like, I'll just go look at your Facebook page that you <laughs> post a bunch of stuff about. You know, yeah. hey, I'm running for school board on. Yep. You know, it's it's much easier. You could take your time and really do it right. Yeah. So I might go ahead and do that. That sounds good. I feel like people don't really need that right. much more That's information. That's how people rig this, this election with the, all this vote mailing. You know, oh, who's to say vote mails are not just faked? Yeah, Hillary's just faking all the vote mails. Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if she rigged this podcast. You know, right. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, the sad thing is, is we were pretty objective here. It wasn't like we were coming into this with some sort of Trump bias or Hillary Clinton bias or anything. It really just came down to literally what they said, and I really don't think anyone else is going to be persuaded from one side to the other at this point. Yeah, in, and I don't think either the of them really did. They didn't do anything that was really like, yeah, you're going to win a lot of votes. Although, like I said, Hillary tried. At least right. at least you could say about Hillary, she tried. And that's what right. bums me out, is that they always they try to do it, even though it's, it's futile. Yeah. You're not going to win any Republican votes, or mm-hmm. very few. But mm-hmm. you just try to do it anyway. It's the noble thing to do, I guess. A I guess. noble failure right, is just right. better than you know, a Trumpian victory. There you go. There you have it. So that was the debate. Anything coming up soon that we should start recording outside of debates since we don't have these things yeah. to comment on? Yeah. Now yeah. we have to actually talk about real things. Well, we are watching Atlanta. That's been yes. real good. We'll yes. have to talk about that. We'll watch a couple more episodes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it must be getting close to the end of the season, so maybe we'll just do that. Mm-hmm. See what's in the news that's not about yep. Trump. We will get some sports stuff going. There has been some sports things. Um, Kurt Schilling. Oh, thinking yeah. he's going to toss his name into politics since he was so good with business and everything. Um, he's just riding you know, that Trump victory wave. Yeah. <laughs> right let, into the seats of power. Let's run against, you know, Elizabeth Warren. Why not? So yeah, I see um, that going real well. You know. So there's a lot of things out there that we can talk about. Hopefully we have a chance to really kind of branch out with this podcast, focus on some other things that are fulfilling. and Not so depressing, maybe. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think that that's good for tonight. So let's go ahead and sign out. This is Chuck. 
And I'm Brendan. And we are the Williams Brothers with the Liquid Philando Podcast. Thanks for joining us tonight. Tune in in the future, and uh, we'll see you next time.